0: Around these parts here on Gameplay, we're a big fan of VEASAN, the sports betting network, the first 24-7 broadcast network dedicated exclusively to sports betting. Most of the guests we have on, actually pretty much all of them, are winners on this show. And there was a really cool article put out about the top five sports betting moments of 2022. And I went back and I read the column, and so many of them are just these really cool sports stories. Even if you're not a hardcore betting person, these were moments that had just huge impact in the sports world. And Ben Fox, the VP of digital content at v who wrote the article, is on the line with us now to chat about it. Ben, really appreciate it. Thanks for joining the show
1: yeah thanks for having me. I was going to say it 's too bad. I wrote it a week ago. I think I need to rip it up and uh, add about three that happened this past weekend
0: oh my god we could We could literally just do the next you could write four thousand words on when Jacoby Myers <laughs> threw the ball to Mac Jones like you know the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, the colts game the, the by the way you know what the, and I was talking about this yesterday. there was so much football on Sunday. No one cares that Justin Herbert, you know, drove the length of the field in under a minute with no timeouts to beat the division-leading Titans. That's how crazy this last weekend of football was.
1: Oh, it was insane. I think everybody forgot that the Bills-Dolphins was a
0: fantastic game.
1: Now, it didn't have any insane 33-point comebacks or anything like that, but that was one of the top games of the weekend that got completely lost. And obviously the World Cup final, I'm a big soccer fan. It was absolutely fantastic, both from a watching and betting perspective. And on that Raiders game, I'll just say one person had a $330,000 bet on the Raiders minus one. What? You can imagine what their heart rate was (laughs) Uh, on that final play.
0: Oh, my God. Speaking of which, let's start here. Um, If we're talking about the top sports betting moments of this last year, how can we not discuss the man from Houston, Mattress Mack?
1: Yeah, Mattress Mac is, I think, fascinating on many levels, right? There's some people love him, some people hate him. There aren't a lot of people in between. I feel feel like you're kind of uh, on one side of the fence. He's almost found a loophole in the system. Um, I've said a lot, this is kind of like the the Seinfeld, where the guy doesn't go on dates with Elaine because he can find a, you know, found a loophole in the dating system. Yes, that's right, it's not a date. Mattress Mac has found a loophole in the betting system. Uh, basically, he gets down these very large wagers, uh, and for people who don't know, he bet a ton of money, basically $10 million in futures wagers on the Houston Astros to win the World Series. He owns a large furniture store um, in Houston. This is why he has the nickname Mattress Mac, because he sells a lot of mattresses. And generally, he has all of this money, so he had about $10 million dollars to win around $75 million if the Houston Astros won the World Series. And on the other side of that, he has rebates, basically, or promotions at his store. So if the Astros win, you get refunded. I think if this one was like if you bought a $3,000 mattress, it ended up being free, uh, or he gave you another credit, something like that. So in other words, he doesn't necessarily come out that far ahead in terms of the economics. Either he sells a lot of mattresses, or he wins the best. But, A, he gets all the bets down, which some of these sharper bettors who are limited at books don't like. And then, B, it's just a ton of positive promotion, right, for the store. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that many other mattress stores nationally, uh, but I know Mattress Max in Houston. And I know a ton of people do, too, with all the positive publicity he's gotten. So, a fascinating story. He's, he's lost a lot of these big bets as well. But this was certainly one that he uh that he won and hit a three million dollar wager at ten to one at Caesars, uh, which paid out thirty million dollars. And look, this was something that Caesars discussed on their fourth quarter financial call. Nope. That's how important this actual bet was that they lost significant financial impact for them just a really interesting betting
0: story this year yeah obviously they were caesars was rooting for philly um going to the and you're right i know two mattress stores sleep country canada and mattress mac that's it (laughs) and the the first one because it's the the jingle why buy a mattress anywhere else which is a clever line it's like huh by that logic why would i go anywhere else anyway um Maybe one of the other big ones, and what I liked about this is you put the context in it. Saudi Arabia beating Argentina to kick off the World Cup, and then Argentina wins it all. Um, As you write your article, that was the equivalent of a 16 seed upsetting a one seed.
1: Yeah, so again, another event that kind of will be lost a little bit to history, right? But Saudi Arabia beat the World Cup champions, right? I mean, they beat Argentina in the first game, and obviously it's a long way now with Argentina winning it all, but that was an absolute stunner. There was a chance Argentina didn't advance out of the group stage, which would have been a stunner. Saudi Arabia is 25-1 to on the money line, and what I do like about gambling is that everything is odds-related. There are some apples-to-apples comparisons here, and kind of the closest that I could see, uh, that I could find that was – pretty relevant was UMBC the first 16 seed back in 2018 that upset Virginia they were also 25 to 1 on the money line so I think for people unfamiliar with soccer it always helps to kind of put into yeah. context okay just how big an upset was this well there's been one 16 seed to beat a one seed uh, and this was you know Saudi Arabia with just two goals in five minutes I mean it, it was just an insane performance but just kind of a wild event that, like you said, I think there's a lot of sports events that now people are starting to ask about these sports betting ramifications and just what were the odds and all that. But these are all great sports stories as well.
0: Speaking of great stories, one that you included, and again, joined by Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content at VEASAN, happened almost a year ago. And I completely forgot about it. If you remind the audience just all the lead-up to the Chargers-Raiders game that went into overtime and goofy Brendan Staley and and how the Jags and the Colts and the Steelers and the Ravens and all these teams were tangentially all involved in it, that was such a wild game.
1: Absolute insanity. Uh, Now, again, this happened on Sunday, January 9th, right? So we're all the way back at the beginning of the year. In week 18, I think the NFL has done a great job of having those divisional matchups in the final week, and this was certainly one with the Chargers and the Raiders. And basically, there was a ton. I think Pat McAfee was talking about it. Everyone was talking about the fact that if the game ended in a tie, if certain things early in the day went certain ways, and that was the Colts had to lose to the Jaguars. The Jaguars were a 14.5-point underdog, and the Steelers were a 3-point underdog. That was Uh, with Ben Roethlisberger and his new alarm, somehow beat the Ravens as well in overtime. The Chargers and the Raiders could both make the playoffs if the game ended in a tie. So there was a lot of talk about, well, are they just going to take knees for 60 minutes? Uh, Obviously, that wasn't going to happen. But just the way that that played out and then in gambling, there's so many different ways to attack a game. And so people were parlaying the Jaguars' money line with that in a tie, ending with the First half in a tie, the second half of that game in a tie. Like they were parlaying all of this stuff together, and the liability for sports books was absolutely astronomical. And it got to overtime, right? Justin Herbert had that ridiculous. I think they converted. You know, he threw 15 straight times or something. The, the Chargers were down 15 in the fourth quarter. They come back to tie it, and then in, in overtime, it looks like they will tie the game. And of course, Brandon Staley takes that time out with under a minute left, they end up kicking the field goal, the Raiders make it. Again, a forty seven yard field goal, so not a gimme. And that really saves sportsbooks because everyone and their brother was parlaying something to a tie in this game. It really would have been a, a disaster for books. They would have opened the next day as they always do, but it would have been a serious, you know, seven figures at just about every sports book uh, yeah. that I spoke with. It was just, would have been a massive, massive result and sports betting story. It was, it was fascinating and it was absolute chaos on the last week. Of last NFL
0: season. Yeah, and it was a great game, especially anyone on Twitter, just because we're all rooting for the same thing, and it came so close. Oh, that was a glorious game. And uh, that's why I appreciate the article, because it sort of brought back some of those memories. I suggest everyone go to VEASAN, check out the man's work. Uh, There's so much great content, so many great guests that we've had uh, because of VEASAN. And Ben, really appreciate you taking the time to join the show today. Of course, anytime. Absolutely. Take care. That is Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content at VEASAN.